Hey guys, or should I say, como estas from Costa Rica, San Jose, Costa Rica, where I've spent an extra week on account of the fact that I got denied entry to the United States on the grounds that I had a stopover in Frankfurt and my way back to the West, Western Hemisphere. Um, I didn't realise that having a layover counted as being in Europe, but apparently if you step one foot in Europe, you're not allowed into America for two weeks. So this would be episode 93 of the Be Yourself and Love It podcast. And I wanted to make a little video and podcast about what I see as one of the big problems with the self-help industry and personal development in general, which is something that you might be familiar with if you've ever read some self-help books or been on YouTube or watched Anthony Robbins or Brendan Burchard or whoever's big in the self-help space these days, which is a lot of the time what happens is you read something or you watch a video or listen to a podcast and you might even get a little bit jazzed up about it and you're like, oh, that's so true, you know. Maybe you listen to a spiritual or read a spiritual thing and you're like, oh, so profound. But then what happens is you just more or less go back to the way that you've always been afterwards and nothing much changes. You kind of just default to your regular state. So I was thinking about words that motivate action. I've got like two examples that I think are quite potent from in the past. And then I'm going to talk about two examples from more recently, which I've found to be personally helpful. And maybe you can think about how to apply the principle to you in those areas where you feel like you'd like to change or you'd like to motivate more action or experience life or yourself differently in relation to something. So one of the first examples of this I remember is, this is like over 10 years ago, I I was watching a, a video uh, it was about how it's really important to filter your your drinking water um, because there's all... I can't, can't remember what chemicals are in the water now, but um, it, the, the information is readily available. It could be anything from particles of lead from old pipes to <laughs> bits of uh, little particles of tissue paper and tampons that are from the recycled paper. Yeah, that might motivate your action, just the thought of that. Obviously, some people say that fluoride's harmful. I think there's... Uh, considerable evidence to actually back that up. They, they put chlorine in it to disinfect it, which we know is a poisonous gas. So a little bit here and there is probably not going to kill you. It's not going to harm you. Over time, these things build up. And the, the amount of toxicity, you just don't want to put excessive additional burdens in your body is what it comes down to. But that's not really the point of the video. The point is, the person in the video said something which was... If you don't filter your water, then your body's the filter. And that's a great turn of phrase. And so great that when I, my girlfriend at the time came over, she was I was just newly dating her. 
a discussion went over to my little water filter and I used that turn of phrase. It was like, um, if you don't, if you don't filter your water, then your body's the filter. She went, I just said it in passing, but she went out and bought one and she told me for her own house and she told me, oh, it was when you said, uh, if you don't filter your water, your body's the filter. Um, that that's what made me buy, go out and buy the filter because sometimes just a turn of phrase can be so powerful and really get the principle across. Um, another great example, which is really, really similar, is I was listening to a podcast once and I'm not sure exactly what the guy said. He was a bodybuilder guy, but he said something like, you know, I paraphrased it to, you don't want to have trouble getting off the toilet when you're older, do you? And I put that in my book, Procrastination Annihilation. I said, so get squatting. He was saying, he was talking about the importance of squats. I think that's such a powerful turn of phrase. You know, you don't want to have trouble getting off the toilet when you get older. Because just the image of it is so undignifying. And it really can, a powerful phrase like that really can make you more motivated to take action in the here and now because it makes the consequences of not taking that action uh, much more palpable. So I think one of the problems is we're exposed to so many messages that something that may have been really powerful and mind-blowing a hundred years ago or a hundred and fifty years ago has no impact on you at all because you're just dead to it. You've heard all the ancient Stoic wisdom, the quotes from Buddhism, uh, from all the spiritual traditions, all the great quotes, uh, you know, people tell you to contemplate your death, but you've heard it so many times that even when you do it, it doesn't motivate you because it's lost its power. So in this like contemporary world, how do we find handle words or powerful words that um, motivate our action? One practice I had for a great many years I journaled almost every day for for years. Um, and that was a hard habit to cultivate in the first place. But once I had it, I, I, I had it locked in. And even if I missed a, a day or two or even a week or something like that, once it was locked in, I'd always come back to it and I'd jump back on the wagon. But lately, well, for quite a long time now, um, for a good year, I've been really, really on and off with it until I came up with a paraphrase that I felt um, something about it just motivated me. And that was not journaling is abandoning myself. And I felt that to be very true when I thought of it. Not journaling is abandoning myself. Because by journaling, I bear witness to myself and all the stuff that's going on in my life and I'm there for myself. I can console myself about anything that I'm down or sad about. And I can also give myself a pep talk and pick myself up and point out the things that are going well. So that's something I did every day and to, to leave it, to leave that habit, it's not leaving the habit of journaling, it's abandoning myself, it's not being there for myself. And sometimes I think I'm most effective in taking care of myself, I'm most good at doing those things that are good for me when I'm connected to the idea that 
well, you know, I've been through a lot of shit in my life. I didn't enjoy my childhood. And the, the feeling is like, I owe it to myself, like to be a good caretaker for myself. I, I should do good things for myself because after what I've been through, I deserve it. Something like that. Some kind of way of framing it, like, like you know, me taking care of myself, like be, being, being responsible. A lot of the things that I've worked on and got good at are things that I think, like, yeah, I deserve, you know, I... I deserve to have fulfilling relationships, so it's good to have communication skills. Like things that I've had to work on, I worked on them because I had bad experience in the past and I just didn't want to suffer anymore. So I felt like that was quite powerful. Not journaling is abandoning myself. Another one's quite funny and it's good to work with. I had a client that is uh, a tutor. She, she teaches kids and uh, she told me she had this one kid she's tutoring in maths and sometimes she wanted to get him to do an exercise or whatever the work was and the child would say, do I have to? And I loved that. Um, I loved her telling the story. I loved it especially because... Well, it's almost like a cliche, but it's like a dated cliche. It's the kind of thing that you'd expect to see in a a show that came out, uh, I don't know, 60s or something like that, where the kid's like, do I have to? But I also loved it because it kind of reminds me of the part of myself that is reluctant to do things sometimes when I when I have to do them. And I thought, in a different way for the, from the other examples... This is a good example of a phrase that can motivate action because when I am in that space, I can just uh, give my part, the, give the part that doesn't want to uh, a voice. Let that part be like, do I have to? And then the same way that my friend will tutor her child and psychologically help them through the challenge of doing the maths problem or whatever that they that they don't want to do. It's quite an affectionate way to protest as well. It shows a certain level of familiarity and, you know, it's almost like the child knows that a game's going to take place there where he says, do I have to? It's cute. And, and then she's going to be like, come on, yeah, you know, if you want to learn, you've got to do the thing. So I can I, I can kind of treat myself the same way which is when I have a do I have to moment, I can go, I can see myself, instead of getting in a fight with myself and seeing myself as the problem, I can see myself as kind of cutely protesting. And then I can negotiate and treat myself like a cute little child. Come on, you know how important it is to record this podcast and uh, drag myself along Well, hopefully not just drag myself along, but go, I know, I know I have to do my homework, but at least I'm acknowledging and being affectionate towards that part of myself rather than um, the opposite spiral, which is when you kind of feel like you have to flog yourself. You're both the slave driver and you're also at the same time the slave that's being whipped and neither role is fun like it's it's not fun having to coerce someone to do something 
losing your temper, getting frustrated. And it's also not fun being at the end, uh, receiving end of bullying to motivate your behavior. So I thought that was a pretty great wow moment. And uh, I feel like I can I can use the, the that. And, and I even did try it out once or twice with some positive re- results. Hopefully making the video, making the podcast reminds me to apply it more. So I guess the, the point of this video slash podcast is what are your handle words? What are your power phrases that actually motivate you, you to act? What helps you change or motivate your behavior? Can you use any of the principles in these ones to find them? For those things, whatever they are, that you would like to see a change in behavior in yourself. And when you see that you are stuck in a situation or you need to motivate certain behaviors, um, can you take some time, right, let's throw a time out here, let's pause and say, can I discover, can I work with myself to find a power phrase that's going to help me motivate my own action? So that's uh, the idea for today. Until next time, be yourself. But don't just be yourself. Be yourself and love it.